Does she, so Britain, does she tell you that, she, that you're her favorite? Only when you're not around. <laughs> Same, dude. Same. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it wasn't real. Corn and your ma. <laughs> Commencement. Sync the audio. <laughs> you should put the microphone by that and do. Ooh, that sounds nice. <laughs> sound good. My little bowl. I'm all zen now. Yeah. Welcome to Call Off Chronicles. Today is a special episode. <laughs> As are all our episodes. As are all our episodes. But this one's especially special. This one's especially special <laughs> because we have a very special guest. Mother. The creator. The creator <laughs> of the creators of Clef Chronicles. The oh real founder goodness. of Clef Chronicles. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How's it feel, Mom? It's crazy. How's it's it crazy. feel to be in the presence of two men that you created? It's amazing. With your body. <laughs> you heard that I, Jim Gaffigan? I love being in the presence with of With your my kids. body. Yeah, you hear that Jim Gaffigan bit yeah. where he's like, <laughs> yeah. when you think about the male contribution to life, it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> like a woman... Like built the human with their body, fed the person with their body, and the man just like did the one thing that they think about twenty four seven. Good old Jimmy. Yeah. Anyway, this episode isn't about Jim Gaffigan. It's about well, what exactly? <laughs> is... uh, it's hard to think of an exact topic. Yeah, we have our mom though, and. That's pretty cool. Wanted to bring mom on to add a little bit of perspective, I suppose. She has a lot of good insights of what we were like when we were little babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know you were all just dying to hear how we were <laughs> as kids, so. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. So to kind of calibrate your guys' ears and brains, this is Ammon speaking. So calibrate your minds to know that this is Ammon's tone and cadence. And this is also Ammon speaking, so <laughs> you're welcome for that, too. <laughs> no, this is Brayden. <laughs> Way to throw everybody off, Brayden. <laughs> nice. That was funny. So, all right, and then you guys can tell the difference of mom, because she's the girl voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that clarification. <laughs> what if we all sounded the same? Oh, gosh. Like, what if we brought dad on here and... And he sounded the nah, same too. He has a different. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he, he sounds, sounds much different. He would speak very fully. NPR. NPR. Yeah. Welcome so to an episode of Mother, the Clef Chronicles. Clef Chronicles. Welcome. <laughs> would you like to tell us a little bit about your life? And <laughs> wow, nice job. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, introduce yourself. So I'm Mother or Karen, as most people call me. Or Kay, which I would love to be called Kay. Wait. I have a sister-in-law whose name is Karen. And we're on a Marco Polo together with me, Karen, and my sister, Cherie. So when my sister, Cherie, talks about Karen or her sister, Karen, or her sister-in-law, Karen, we've decided to call me Kay. And you love it. And I love it. I didn't know that. I did not know that you wanted to be called Kay. Mm-hmm. Well, from us, she probably wants to be called mom. Yeah, you can call me mom. <laughs> okay. Mother, madreceps, madre, mamacita. Madreceptacles. <laughs> Mams. <laughs> All the things. Mams. All the things. All the nicknames I've had over the years. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, okay, so we now know your name. So tell us mm-hmm. a little bit more about yourself. Continue with your introduction. Um, I suppose for a podcast, um, let's see. How many kids do I you would... have? <laughs> I'll just ask you I have, questions. Well, Ammon is know. my number one. So I have Ammon who's first. Number and one then... favorite? Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh no that's that's two later that's her favorite that's, yeah. <laughs> so ammon was first then kaylin then brayden her favorite <laughs> then jasmine canyon and dyson so six all together tell us some more of your accomplishments more of my accomplishments um i graduated high school <laughs> which was nothing short Sick. of a miracle honestly <laughs> <laughs> what year did you graduate i graduated in 87 wow and then mm-hmm. i was born in 89 mm-hmm. so you were 19 when i was born Yes. Wow. My birthday is September, so. Hmm. Yes. So how old are you now? 49? Mm-hmm. I turned 50 in just a few months. Just, Whoa. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> let me, Scary. Let me do some. <laughs> we should do like a huge party for you. Take you to France or, well, no, France sucks. Oh, I would love to go to France. Nah, it I just smells, don't like It smells this. like B.O. there. It, it smells bad. It oh. does smell, but. The whole t- all of France. Yeah, like B.O. B.O. Oh, darn. Oh, <laughs> it's so beautiful. I've been there and I would <laughs> love Sorry, to go back. Sorry, any French people. I'm just kidding. We could go to Rome. I've never been there. Okay. Well, let me, let me, I feel, I, I want you to talk more. Mom has a bachelor's going. degree. She went back to school when she was in her late 40s, mid 40s, got a bachelor's mm-hmm. degree in elementary education mm-hmm. which is fantastic Thank you, you. Braden, now your turn you say something nice about she her. crushed it <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy especially going to school i mean from what i saw anyways from going to school after graduating high school in the 80s and then going back to school in yeah. you know like 2010 or whenever you started going back um mm-hmm. it seems like it wasn't easy for you there was a lot of super hard struggles i remember you struggling pretty hard with math and just with making time for your two kids you still had at home and doing that whole thing, but you just dove into it head first and just like, scooboosh, <laughs> did a really good job. Graduated, oh, so obviously you did super good. And now you're teaching fifth graders, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not a decision to be taken lightly. And actually, I started going back to school when Ammon was in fourth grade. So when Ammon came home with math that I couldn't do, it freaked me out. You, were, you started going to nursing school, right? I went to nursing yeah. school. 1997. Um, yeah, because Jazzy was just a couple years old. So yeah. Knew it. Huh. Yep. Well, and when, then, when I... Sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, well, it's kind of it's kind of on a different topic. I didn't want to ruin your trail of thought. You continue. Oh. <laughs> Well, I, I went to school for a little while, <clears throat> a year, two years, a year and a half or something. But then I started taking a class and I wasn't, it was online class and I had to do a lot of my stuff online, but I wasn't doing very well on, in the class. And I found out it was because I was pregnant and kind of went brain dead. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Too much power going into your body I, instead yeah. of your brain. <laughs> well, I guess your brain's so. in your body, but <laughs> I have a really funny story about pregnant brain, like brain dead. I, there was this, I had a friend when I was living in Salt Lake City who was pregnant. She was over at our house and we had this little, it was a clock and it had a little, like a, I'm trying to explain what it looked like. But anyway, she thought that it, when she looked at it on our coffee table, she's like, 
is that a salt shaker with a mirror on it? <laughs> but it was. <laughs> wow. So if you can imagine, like, the shape of it was, like, a salt shaker shape, ground. Mm-hmm. And then it had, like, a little piece of glass where that's where the time was projected onto. Oh. And she thought in her brain, she's like, is that a salt shaker with a mirror on the side of it? <laughs> like, like, connect the dots. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that exist? <laughs> Yeah, brain, pregnant brain really does some weird things. It really does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I just decided to take a break. There's no way I was going to go to school pregnant with yeah. four kids at home already. And a fifth one in your belly. So a fifth one in my belly. Yeah, that's pretty wild. So I just took a like about a 12-year break. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but you went back and you did it. I did go back. And when I look at you, because I've known you the longest of all of your kids. Mm-hmm. So suck it, Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> so suck it. <laughs> and yet I'm still her favorite, even so, after she's known you for longer. She just knows. Yeah, well, I'm more mature. So <laughs> Mature. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, boy. When I look at you now and compare you to when I knew you as a kid, you're so much different in your the way you carry yourself, your opinions, and how you share them. And your, uh, I don't know, just like powerfulness. Is there a word for uh-huh. that? Is there a word for that? Mm. Motherly. <laughs> you just really stepped into like know, your yeah. woman. You're just really confident and opinionated and thoughtful. I mean, you were those things before, but it's all like accented. I feel like it was. Yeah. You, it was Thank like you. you're much more passive back when I knew you, and. You know, there was a, there was like you always had to ask Dad how much money you could spend at the grocery store, and you'd take a calculator and be sure to add up to that exact amount to not go over. You had to ask Dad a lot of things, and not because Dad is like this arrogant man who needs to be the man and be in control of everything. That's no, not it not at, all. at all. It's just because he was older and had a little more experience and was making all the money and knew how to run a bank account, and you just simply didn't know how to do those things. You got married really young. But now you're like so smart and educated and opinionated and you're stepping into that, your independence. It's really inspiring. Thank you. That's one of the main reasons why I went back to school. I come from, I think we've talked about this before. I come from a long line. In fact, we were just talking about this this morning. Yeah. A long line of women who chose to stay home. And not only did they choose, they were pretty much told that that was their place, was to be home. Women did not really need to be educated because, <clears throat> excuse me, the only, all the, all the things that they really needed to know were already inbred into them as a woman. So your motherly, or I guess your um, womanly instincts were enough to get you through whatever you needed to do as a woman. Yikes. And so not that there was anything wrong with that for the women that came before me, but I... That was just cultural. It was just cultural. Yeah, and to and dad's I, credit, he's really embraced you you and your growth and your confidence and your opinions. Yeah. He's really embraced that. And I didn't I didn't do those things like what you were saying, like the calculator and things. I did do that, but I didn't do it out of fear of what dad would think of me or anything. I did it because he had a full-time job. He worked his butt off trying to support our family and save a bunch of money. So he supported us. He bought us a house. And not only did he do that and keep food on the table and coats and boots on your feet, but he also um, saved a bunch of money. And he did that literally by the sweat of his brow. He was working all the time. And I hated that. I hated thinking that 
he was just going to work himself to death pretty much to provide for our family. And we didn't have any kind of health insurance or benefits or anything like that. I just, I schooled myself on, okay, what do I do when my kid complains about ear infection or how do I get past these hurdles? How can I um, make it easier for our family? And I stayed within like an $80 a week food budget with four kids um, just so that we could not, I just did what I could as a, as his wife to respect him, to respect the money that he made. Um, and to keep our home as good as possible, as as organized as possible, which I am not an organized person, but I just did my best with what I had. But I also just prayed a lot on what can I do to help ease his burden? Because when dad would come home from work, he would be exhausted. Still somehow finding yeah, he was time. A yeah. So hot. Such a hot. So hot. So, <laughs> so sexy. Welders are so hot. I loved Ooh. his welding body. <laughs> <laughs> he would have to leave, like go outside and drench himself in a hose in the summer. When I remember would get, they wear those yeah. body suits, right? Like the coveralls, and the coveralls. boots, and the coveralls, and the mask, and the helmet, and everything. There's but no way you see in that, that shop. No, he did that for 12 years, and it I'm sure has damaged his lungs and things like that. And I just I was feeling like he was literally killing himself in that shop because he spent so much time there trying to provide for our family. And I would just literally pray on my knees asking what I could do to help. Mm. And I always wanted to be educated. And as I would go to church and listen to talks and things, I knew that I had to go against what I had been taught by my parents, which was to stay home and just be in the home and be a good mom. I thought, well, to be a good mom, I actually need to teach my kids the value of education by going to school myself. Love that. Love that. Teach mm -hmm. Teach by example. Right. And even though most of my kids were out of the house, I only had Canyon and Dyson left at home. But I really felt like you guys have seen that in me. You've seen my drive to learn. And I've always loved learning. I was educating myself as much as I could, getting like remedy books and asking my church community and my friends and things like that what I could do. I had a friend that was um, really good at growing plants and flowers and she was really good at using those to heal her kids and stuff so I would do that but when I started going to school and learning I learned about all the biases that I had and all these other things that I oh that's cool like social things that I never knew that existed inside of me and I loved learning about more about the world around me that I (laughs) never would have it's kind of funny when you like start to learn more about yourself and get educated you're like wow I'm kind of racist yeah (laughs) <laughs> like have some biases you know i'm not, I'm, I'm kidding about like racist, but you know you learn stuff about yourself you do learn. Like, wow i didn't know that i thought that way right you never shame know shame on me until, <laughs> yeah you never know until you someone points it out and you're like i do not think that way i totally think that way Whoops. i remember i was asked to write a paper in college about something controversial so i picked women in combat remember that i do and i wrote the paper and i had to pick a side and i didn't really have a side before I p- pick the topic, but I chose this. <laughs> Please don't crucify me for, <laughs> for this. But I just picked the side of that women should not be allowed to be in like hand to hand war combat. And I don't necessarily feel that way now, but but I picked that side because it was the more controversial side and it made for a good paper. Anyway. Yeah, it kind of made me really look into myself and why I think a certain way. I'm like, yeah. wow, why, why am I writing this paper? <laughs> it's crazy that we have yeah. these views, but then the second we start to research things, you like dive into it more. 
feel like it always changes. Like it's the other way around. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's been like there's so many things. It's important to just be it's open-minded crazy. to yourself and be yeah. self-aware and then say, oh, this is actually not good of me. And I can, I can change this, work on adjusting that mindset. Right. Anyway, sorry, side note. No, Continue. it's good. It's good. But um, let's see. I don't know. I've, I've just loved, um, I, I love how um, all of you, whether you were in the house or not in the house, all of you made those sacrifices for me and supported me in my education. And I remember um, like at my graduation, I especially remember Canyon and, um, and dad, especially, they were just so proud of me, you know, and it was like the coolest thing to have everyone there. And just, I have a picture of Canyon and I, and I always do this. I always, I love to take selfies of my kiddos. You guys were victims of that at (laughs) 4th of July. (laughs) I'm like, come take your selfie with me. Um, but I just remember Canyon and he takes the sweetest selfies. I'm sorry, guys, but he really does because he just nuzzles into me. And I, I have this selfie of him at my graduation and I'm just like, it was the sweetest thing to just feel him like hug me and um, just to feel him just like, I'm so proud of you. And to hear you guys say it too, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. I, I still kind of wonder about how Kaylin and Jasmine feel. Just about you going to school about me working right now I think they're happy that I went to school but I think they're both because they're both right now stay-at-home moms which is amazing I love that they can stay home with their babies the Mm -hmm. babies need them like so much of course well you did that for I did that until Dicey went to kindergarten I did that I, I stayed home with all of you because when I was going to school before in 97 I only went at night when dad could be with you yeah but um I know Kaylin's like, oh, you're working. You can't come over because you're working. You're always working. And I think she's like, yeah. Oh, I'm sure you're going to hear their opinion after they hear this podcast. You're going to text you like, Mom, Jasmine. I love that you went to school. You're the best. That's Jasmine, Kaylin, what do you think? What's your opinion? Yeah. You said something there, Mom, where you got a lot of uh, satisfaction out of Dad and Canyon being proud of you. Um, yeah. Do you feel like you need that in order to feel validated? Do you need other people to be proud of you in order to feel no, I don't. I um, I remember when I first came to dad and told him that I wanted to go to school back in 97. I told him that I was really considering going to school. And he's like, how? How are you going to do that? And he, he really, um, he really, he didn't fight me. I don't want to say that, but he resisted. That's a better word. He definitely resisted mm-hmm. that and was trying to, well, how are we going to afford it? And why do you feel like you need to do that? I'm taking care of you. I'm like, I know, but I feel like I need to do this. And he really didn't want me to. And I think I have never really approached him on this, but I feel like he didn't want me to because he didn't want me to be stressed with trying to take care of a family and also trying to do schooling as well. Mm-hmm. But after I just kind of put my foot down and said I'm doing this and he said all right and he never looked back never like he he really said that he respected me for that and yeah was really proud of me for just and are you proud of you I'm definitely proud and that's I think the main thing right there is for um me to be proud of myself and happy and um confident in what I've done that it's the right thing Something that you did for you. Yeah. For the betterment of yourself, but that also affects other people and sets an example. And I did it for, not just for me, but for you guys too, just so that you could see, because 
like you said before, you touched on it. I was very passive. I was raised to be that way. Yeah. I was raised to um, let the let the uh, husband rule the house and do whatever they wanted, which w- worked great in our case because dad's an amazing father and he only led with love and mm-hmm. with respect. And so in our case, it totally worked well. Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with that at all. But I... I wanted to have a strong, like I was picturing my family, my boys, who would they choose? Would they choose someone like me? Would they choose someone who just kind of... Wait, what do you mean? Like as a partner? As a partner. Yeah, oh. sorry. My brain. <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> Which who, one of the parents would I pick? Who would, no, <laughs> like in a partner, who would my children choose? Like, oh, I see. And so I just wanted to, you know, I, what did I want my children to choose? I would want them to choose a strong partner, someone who was, you know, who could teach their children and someone who was, you know, proactive and. Brayden, who would you choose? What kind of a woman what? do you want? Oh, I feel like I've already, I mean, dating Emily for coming up on a year. I mean, wow, I see a lot of that really? in her. Well, yeah, in September, it'll be a year. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Yeah, flew by. Yeah, it did. But I mean, she's very, I mean, as you know, she's going to school. She's educating herself mm-hmm. and it's all her decision. You know, she was born away from here over in Hawaii and chose, I think when she was a junior or senior, decided to come over here for school. And so she just kind of came all over the West Coast and was exploring different schools and traveling and then just moved over here by herself. Her sister was also going to school a year after wow, her. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, her school, so her sister was going to school a year after her and she was going to, um, a school up in Bellingham. Um, and Emily just didn't feel like it was a good spot for her. And so she just chose Ashland and her mom had some influence in that decision too. But, um, she came here and just on a whim by herself, super independent, really determined. And I see that in a lot of different, um, aspects of her life and her personality. And I think it, I see that a lot in you too. So it's kind of funny that you say that because I see a lot of your traits, a lot of her qualities or a lot of your qualities in her. Mm. And they're ones that I like really appreciate, the ones that kind of are highlighted to me. Aw. But yeah. That's so that's sweet. who I choose. I love Emily. <laughs> what a sweetheart. Yeah. I have to agree with Brayden. I would pick, I mean, I, I've been examining the type of woman that I'm attracted to. And yeah. I really like independent, confident women with an uh, like an element of strong open-mindedness and open-heartedness. So, yeah. So, so. ladies, <laughs> he's single. <laughs> oh man, yes. Yeah, I it's mean, it's kind yeah. of fun when there's a little bit of a when there's a little bit of a surprise in there too. It's like yeah, they're confident, they're determined, but like, what's their thing? You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know really where I'm going What's with that. What's their thing? I guess, I guess what I'm thinking with Emily is like, yeah, she's determined, she's driven, she's educated, she's strong. And then she is like a surfer and she likes to mm. longboard and she likes she's to playful. run and like is super fit and loves to do all these things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Or I mean, it doesn't have to be something like that. It could be like just a random talent, like a really good singer or there's some, you know, it's always fun when there's an extra little yeah. zing. Mm-hmm. But totally I don't know, there's just yeah, something sure. that's in my head and I don't know how that benefits the conversation. Dude. It totally benefits. It totally <laughs> That's benefits. What this is about. <laughs> there needs to be an element of like you know their own their own spin on right on those values and on those things that you guys love. That there's something else that's underlying in there, and that's her mm-hmm. core quality. She cares about her fitness and her mental health, and she just takes care of herself. 
And that, that's what I see in her too. She's she's just driven to do what she feels is best for her and for right. her immediate little world that she's in. And yeah. I love that. And I also love how she reaches out to your sisters and just, you know, you guys are this big community of, I just think that's really important for the, all of the, um, the relationships to be really strong. It's not just you and Emily, you know, it's mm-hmm. like Emily and her place within everybody. Right. Yeah. Which I think has been super cool to watch all of you guys grow up and you could, gosh, you guys have such a great relationship. I could not have asked for my kids to be better at communicating with each other and just hanging out together. And it's just the Podcasting coolest thing. Podcasting together. Podcasting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is really the coolest thing that you guys have like a very commendable relationship, all of you. Thanks. I really like that too about all of us. I like how close we all are. It's pretty yeah. unique. It felt so um, normal growing up. Yeah. But then once you get to know other people and get to know them deeper and find out what their family lives are like growing up, yeah. it's such a rare thing. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So I, I really know. appreciate it now way more than I did when I was a kid. And yet you all are so different. Like my relationship with each of you is so different. Mm-hmm. Like, And you're good at it. Like you're good mm-hmm. at harboring every single one of those six separate relationships yeah. while still building your own <laughs> education and... how do you have the capacity mom you're amazing <laughs> love you Aww. does she so Brayden, does she tell you that, she, that you're her favorite only when you're not around <laughs> same dude same. <laughs> i knew it <laughs> knew it wasn't real Corn, mom. Ma. <laughs> you guys are supposed to talk about that i keep telling you don't tell anybody else the other day caleb she was like um i, I can't remember what was happening but i did something nice or i, don't, I can't remember but she told me that i was her favorite brother she's like you're my favorite brother Kaylin said that? Yeah, Kaylin said that to me. I was uh-huh. like, hmm, so sweet of you. And then the other day, we went out to ice cream and sushi, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you bought all of our ice cream. And Kaylin straight up in front of me, to she to this, <laughs> turns to me, she's like, Brayden's my favorite brother. <laughs> like, wow. She's all, buy had, things, all, man. Had like, was, all I had to do was buy you a junior-sized peppermint ice cream. It's funny, I didn't even hear her say that. She, like, whispered that to you. It's like, I need to know that. Too. <laughs> Why wouldn't you like, want gosh, me to know that? Trail. <laughs> so quickly me humble i guess <laughs> yeah man that's funny so mom give us some insight into like um since you have such a great relationship with each of us uh maybe the audience cares about brayden and i specifically from like a childhood age do you have any mm-hmm. like insights or, or funny things to say about <laughs> us our little little quirks or like mine where and, do i start where that's do what I your start? brain's saying maybe like right mine and brayden's relationship since this is like our podcast yeah. Well, That's it's cool. interesting because I was just thinking about when I was talking about how different you guys all are. I was thinking about how Ammon was born and how Braden was born. And I think it literally starts there. So uh, when I <clears throat> when Ammon was born, Ammon was just born happy. Eyes open, smiling. Eyes o- literally <laughs> eyes open, eyes, smiling, so happy. <laughs> All he wanted to do, he popped out. All he wanted to do was look around. He was struggling against those bright lights. To just look around, open his eyes and look. It's all he wanted to do. Those damn fluorescence. Wait, then, what does that mean that I did? Well, <laughs> the opposite. when Brayden, <laughs> when like Brayden came out, he didn't want to wait for anybody. He was almost born without a doctor. And once he did come out, there was a knot in his cord. So he had been so active inside of me. He literally put a knot in his own cord <laughs> just an anxious boy like, get and me out of here <laughs> they had to whisk him away because they didn't know how tight that cord was or how much oxygen he had and the, the all the water was like 
disgustingly green because he had pooped in there and everything else. Nice. And, <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> maybe Earth a little water. too much detail. <laughs> Amniotic fluid. But, I mean... <laughs> and Brayden is not going to want me to tell this audience this, but Brayden had anger issues as a child. <laughs> yes, let's get into it. I'm down. <laughs> No shame. He was like, <laughs> Ammon was nothing but silly all the time. Happy and silly constantly, except for his little OCD. Brayden, like, Still do. Still got those anger issues. I'm still pissed about it. Yeah. Just bottle it up. <laughs> It'll explode someday. I hope not. Ever heard of Mount St. Helens? <laughs> oh, no. It's like a slow build. Like when you put Mentos inside of a Coke, you're just like with the bottle on, with the cap on your bottle, like slowly expanding. <laughs> the lid's just screwed on real tight. Yeah, really, really <laughs> tight. Really tight. <laughs> it's going to explode and it will be violent. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, you weren't that. You would just like punch and headbutt us. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right? So well, when you say I was angry, what do you mean? Like, what would I do? Just punch and headbutt? Or is there more that you have to Punch people, that? headbutt. Um, I remember one time he got put in timeout and I put him in. Gosh, I feel like I put you in your room, but you ended up in the bathroom. Oh, I think I remember this. For I remember time the story. Out. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember it. And when I found him, he was in the bathroom on the counter, shoving toilet paper down the sink. <laughs> oh, I thought drain. it was down the toilet. No, down the sink drain. It's even just harder. malicious. Just being like mean. Just destroying just my timeout things. space. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember another no. time when he had woken up. You never, you don't wake up really well. No, I don't. Still, no, that's still. not, hasn't changed. Because we had driven in the car, like, to Costco, I think, and you were not having it. You did not want to get out of the car and really having a hard time getting out of the car. And I, I just remember you kn- you knew how to push my buttons. But I also <laughs> remember one day, I believe I was probably pregnant, I asked for your help, and you said no. Oh, you wanted me to do dishes. I wanted you to do dishes. I remember that, because your reaction was very stern. And I didn't see that much from you growing well, up. Well, I cried. Yeah. No, that's it was so sad. Wait, I cried. Just because he said no? Because he wouldn't help. He just wouldn't help. I asked for him to help. I said, Brayden, please come help. Or can you come? Or something like that. And you're like, mm, no, I don't want to. I don't. And I, it just, I think because I was pregnant. Way to pregnant, go, Brayden. Stand up for yourself. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Give was, me a good reason. Maybe I will. <laughs> oh, gosh. So if I was pregnant with Jazz, that would have made you two or two and a half three. Oh, so you were pregnant i was pregnant that explained <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> hormone explains the emotions the tears well it's yeah. true i mean super emotional and but <laughs> that was brayden that said that <laughs> yes but that was me i'll take it he is very good at standing up for himself actually come at me but no as soon as <laughs> he saw me you. cry <laughs> You don't do that anymore, do you? I'll just talk to um, Emily. Not, not very frequently. <laughs> <laughs> just as the manager of Raj. Get like, mad at taking someone. Taking the back, just punching like, right, come, come in the headbutt room. <laughs> <laughs> Designated. There's like pads behind them. You spilled oh, some of the produce. Come back for your headbutting. Oh, gosh. <laughs> just in that long hallway. You just get a running <laughs> start. <running stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> no, just cut my pay. <laughs> oh, dear. Man. No. Well, okay. So say some nice things about Brayden. No, I was just going to, but you guys got off on the headbutt. Okay. Yeah, we put tangent. a little tangent there. I just wanted to say that after Brayden saw me cry, he did a complete turnaround. He has, he never wanted to see me cry ever. From that <laughs> moment on as a little three-year-old or ever after that. Mm. 
And so I, I will tell another specific thing about Braden is one time when we lived way up the hill up the Green Springs, I asked him to weed eat. Do you remember that? Yeah. Weed eating in the, that giant garden. And so he was weed eating star thistle just for like in the heat, just Ugh. a couple Why would you hours. Weed eat that? that stuff is like, well, because it'll just fly up into your arms and stick in you. And like yeah. my cheeks, I remember getting one right in my like cheek. Deep. Oh man. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. But he was Ouch. doing it and he had did, he had done a really nice job. And so he, he said, I'm going to go back. And I was like, okay. And then I, he was walking away and I said, Brayden, how do you turn this on? And so he showed me how to do it. And then how, I, how I put he? it on mm, teenager. So like what? 14, 15 or something. Yeah, something Maybe a little like older. I okay. can't remember. But I, I put the weed eater on, turned it on. And then I started weed eating and he turned around. As soon as he heard the weed eater going, he turned around and he's yelling, mom, 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 what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just going to get this corner. You forgot this corner. And he's like, take it off. I'm like, I, I need to get this corner. It's okay. You've been doing it. And he's like, no, moms don't weed eat. <laughs> <laughs> moms don't weed eat. And he just Aww. wouldn't let me weed eat. He was, he just put it back on, did the corner and then come to find, I didn't even, this was, that was sweet enough. Mm-hmm. But then later I found out he actually had a fever. He was sick doing all of this work. Uh, and it was, I mean, that's just the person that he became. And when he saw my emotion, yeah, that one day as a three-year-old, he just kind of, I think his, I don't know what happened. I mean, you could explain maybe what happened. But as the three-year-old, you mean? Yeah. I mean, oh, I because it's Explain your feelings as a three-year-old, Brayden. I don't know. Tell us exactly what was going through you, your emotions. Probably goldfish. <laughs> Love goldfish, dude. So good. I don't so even specific. think they had goldfish back then. Really? What? Brayden's older than goldfish. That was literally wow. 23 years ago. So yeah. we'll have to check and see when goldfish actually became a thing. Oh, <laughs> maybe. I think there was more of those. I would never buy an on-brand thing, though. It was probably like the knockoff. <laughs> Gold crackers. Food for less. <laughs> whales. Something. White <laughs> box, black letters, rice. <laughs> what? Yep. What White box, that? black letters, cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Generic everything. <laughs> that's a uh, raisin bran. That's not. That's cereal. not my own joke. That's uh, Chris Rock. So I haven't I, listened I to Chris Rock, and I think, yeah, he's funny. Uh, Talked about how his mom would never buy him like brand name anything. That's what you guys. White box, black letters. Cereal, cereal. Yeah. I wonder if you guys have a little chip on your shoulder from. How you were raised like that with no brand names, anything. And then there's Dyson that already has like an iPhone and AirPods. And- yeah. And today we're walking out of church and you're like, yeah, but Dyson gets everything he needs. Everything he wants. Dyson's like, hardly. <laughs> oh, like, what? You're like, boy, you sit get down. everything you want. <laughs> I mean, it's different though. Times have changed too. Like we got, yeah. I remember getting a phone in high school, I think was my first phone. And it was like one of those Nokia brick phones mm-hmm. that, you know, like yeah. T9 text prediction. But it's, you know, there was like no iPhones around back then now they're so much cheaper and mm-hmm. you yeah. can have those all those parental control settings on them and mm-hmm. you know it's safer yeah what about me mom what do you want to know <laughs> um I don't know like the same stuff you said about Brayden yeah tell him about when he was weed eating and then he took the weed eater from you when you were trying oh wait he didn't do that did he? oh wait oh wait <laughs> sorry that's so mean <laughs> that was a beautiful story mom thank you for i'm glad that you were you know it that just, you appreciated it, really meant, it yeah you know? it meant the world to me that you had done that yeah. i don't know ammon ammon i feel like 
Um, what was this tying back into so I can tie it back in? Well, like we were talking about mine and Braden's relationship as kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, what I remember from you is you're, um, well, you were always really respectful, I feel like, to me. And you never misspoke. You never really lost your temper. You were just you Still were the don't. happiest child. <laughs> the <laughs> happiest child ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about like but mine and Brayden's dynamic together? You and, you and Brayden, I remember making those videos and stuff like that as little kids. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. I love doing that. that. Like the clown video. You and... coerce Brayden into doing things so that you could like eating so I could a hold the bouillon cube. Wait, so coerce. Say coerce again. Coerced. Do I say it wrong? Wait, what? Do what? I say it wrong? What's the word she's trying? <laughs> wrong. Did I say <laughs> Did I say coerce? Wong? <laughs> So many things. She's trying to say coerce. Coerce. Like when you oh, yeah. like coerce somebody into doing something. Oh. But you say it funny. Say it again. Coerce. You did <laughs> not embarrass mom publicly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody said coerce. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Maybe I did. I yeah, don't even know. Anyway, I would coerce Brayden into doing MTV Cribs with me. And oh, MTV Cribs. That was so much fun. So fun, dude. Do you I'm remember A-Dog, when you made... And I'm B-Easy. Oh. <laughs> this Our is rapper names. <laughs> You're going to get requests for those to be public. Uh, I want no, we, them. We thought about doing a more recent one. A while we ago, should, man. We should somehow get those videos and make and digi- digitalize them. Yeah. Digitize them. You said digitalize weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that's a word. Isn't it digitize? Digitize. Yeah. Digitalize, digitize. Digi- get a digital or digitize it. That sounds right. Yeah. Create a digital copy. Yeah. Mm, there no one. We should do it though. Take it to like Costco or somewhere that does that because they're on those old cassette tapes and then convert it to a digital and then do yeah. a modern day one of this house. Mm-hmm. And we could throw them together. What up? It's me, A Dog. <laughs> That'd be easy. <laughs> yeah, that one was in and the basement all, of the Coquille house. We're all grown up. <laughs> do you remember when you made Brayden eat? A bouillon cube. Wait, say bouillon. You <laughs> <laughs> said bouillon. Did you say bouillon? Bouillon. <laughs> Isn't it bouillon? I don't anyway, know. I made him eat a bouillon cube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, fear you, factor. And you tried to... Fear factor. That was the ones we had to do in a, you know, under 30 seconds. Yeah, because f- that was when like Joe Rogan fear factor was a thing. Mm. So uh, yeah. I'd be like, all right, we're going to do fear factor. Eat this bouillon cube in 10 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. There's no way I could do that in 10 seconds. <laughs> you're like, so salty. <laughs> so salty, dude. And I had like bedhead during that video. I think i just woken up and you're like, want to eat a boy on cue? <laughs> like, all right, you going to film it? <laughs> yeah. So great. Yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that was so fun. We had a good time. You guys always seem to get along really well. I don't really remember. I remember Brayden and Jasmine not getting along. I remember Kaylin and... I didn't, get, I didn't get along all the kids yeah. and me not getting along but yeah. everybody else got well, along. i think your sisters on either end of you you know one older and one younger i feel like there was definitely times when i heard your name yelled a lot like brayden stop but i don't know what you were doing yeah. to annoy them i don't really know for sure i don't feel like kaylin and i got or jasmine and i didn't get along that well i was always teasing her so bad you and kaylin were really them. tight growing up i remember you guys were always oh yeah it was always like you guys got to play your game and like jazz and i weren't allowed to sometimes <laughs> like when you guys would play that um tasmanian devil and whatever oh, she yeah. would drag you around in the hallway in that bucket <laughs> that's one that me and jazz would never you guys aren't allowed yeah you guys aren't allowed to play you guys don't know how it's like Gilles. it looks pretty straightforward <laughs> just drag you around the hallway in the bucket no there's a way it has to... yeah, <laughs> Kayla and i would like re- replay um 
we would uh like do live of contra that video game mm-hmm. we'd like we'd be the gun guys mm-hmm. with your shirts with off. Their shirts off and like run around red pants and blue pants <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I mean, I teased Jasmine a lot, and I teased Canyon a lot. And I think he still resents me for it. Sorry, Canyon, if you listen to this, if you don't probably resent doesn't too much. He resents, yeah. <laughs> he resents you. He's like, I'm not listening to this podcast. <laughs> We're gonna bring him on next episode. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that Brayden and I got along pretty well. I would we tease each other a lot, but he was like my my bro, you know close bro still am still am still are Aww. still is and yep. <laughs> your your personalities just mesh so well yeah yeah i feel like yeah. well the thing i love about brayden now can i put you on the spot <laughs> oh, that, that was a lot of emphasis there <laughs> can i put you on the spot do it well okay so huge shout out to brayden when i got divorced i moved to oregon and i was in desperate need of money and so i reached out i to gave brayden. you so much money he just I like just, gave me, but even better than money, Brayden gave me opportunity. He gave me his, so he was the manager at Raw and the social media content creator. He was in charge of posting all the images and things for the Raw's Instagram account. And he gave me that, which was a chunk of his paycheck, which I'm extremely grateful for. And then not only that, but he recommends me to all of the people that he knows because he's very plugged into the community here, being the manager of a downtown juice bar so he recommends me to everybody that comes in that needs any kind of photography videography work and i've gotten like a lot of work because of you and because of like the money that i mean i'm taking a part of your paycheck every freaking month well i was doing a terrible job <laughs> with the new manager position i just taken on it doesn't matter Social dude was like, like i know but so, i mean it's like yeah i mean i was happy to help you out of course mostly just because i loved having you in town yeah but also because your work is like so good and it's like these places in Ashland, we don't have anybody like you here that can create the kind of material that you do with such a quick, um, like editing, like return rate, I guess, or turnover rate or whatever. Turnaround. Turnaround. Yeah. Really quick turnaround with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then when people see that and I mean, I just know they're going to love it. So I was like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm going to do it. And then they, I yeah. mean, you just go and present yourself to them and they just say yes every time. It's not me <laughs> doing all the work. I just say a little, you know, little something about you and like, I'm just considerate, see if you want to do it. And then you just sell yeah. yourself. It's great. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I do own that I'm good at what I do, but I just, I'm grateful for the opportunity that, that you provided for me and like just getting, helping me get back up on my feet, coming here, moving here. Anytime, man. Yeah. Thanks, dude. You're welcome to it. I'd happily sacrifice a little bit of a paycheck so you can yeah, do better at what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's fun. So I'm glad that our relationship, uh, you know, was good always. I don't really ever remember a time where we weren't like... Yeah. Do you guys have any advice good. for other people that don't have as good of a relationship as you guys? I mean, people who love each other but just kind of struggle. What do you think would be the key... To them, maybe mending or I would having just, a better relationship. My advice is stop looking at your brother or your sibling and what they are not doing right for you. And start looking at yourself and what you need to be changing to be a better sibling, better brother, better sister, whatever. That's cool. That's good advice. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have anything that bothers you about the other person? 
Like, is there any of Brayden's? <laughs> oh, you want to get real? Right now. <laughs> well, okay, I'm here just, we go. I'm just curious. Man. Your hair is really weird. <laughs> I'm just curious because you guys are obviously you're so different. Like you talked about in your last episode, you know, Brayden has chosen to not participate in the faith that he was raised in, and you are. So those are things that are different. And I remember that struggle for you, how that was hard for you when Brayden was in the process of kind of leaving. Mm. And so how do you guys do that? How do you well, have such different beliefs and still get along so well? Well, to touch on that. When, I guess that's kind of what you were saying, too. Just like stop worrying about what they're giving you and just. You yeah. Know. I mean, that's where I was immature back then. Like I, I was afraid when Brayden was leaving the church. I was I felt threatened that it was a threat to our relationship. Not that I needed you to be in the church or anything right but i need you to be my brother and when you were talking about leaving the church and and you didn't know what you believed in because of my lack of experience with that lack of education with it i just felt it threatened it was a threat to our relationship but now that Mm -hmm. it's been happening and i realize it's not i'm open-minded it's fine like you're you are your own person and i accept you for who you are not because of I don't need you to believe a certain thing or, or um, dress a certain way or whatever, date a certain person in order for me mm-hmm. to have, you know, a good relationship. That's sometimes why I, I, I'm like really judgy with who you date because that's <laughs> like another thing that I feel threatened by because if I don't get along with your person, mm-hmm. then that, and that's a person that you chose and that's hard. Yeah. Which is why, kind of why me and Jasmine had a little struggle because, you know, my ex-wife and Jasmine's husband, Jesse, didn't really get along. And that was always a source of contention with Jasmine and I. It was just like this weird energy that existed Mm -hmm. and made it really stupid. Yeah. So eloquent. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, does that make sense? About mm-hmm. the church thing yeah. and your beliefs. So, yeah, yeah, it's good now. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Well, thanks. That was all, like, very nice of you to say. <laughs> oh. I remember that being a pretty difficult struggle when I first started leaving the church. Is just, like, so worried about what you guys are thinking. Yeah. And then I wish I could go back and handle it a little bit differently. More, like, tend towards your guys' needs. And, like, um, kind of see what you guys were needing out of what was happening. And oh. more take care of that instead of, like, this is what I'm doing so except this me. is that yeah just like accept me i just like was craving acceptance but it's like no i mean it's important to be accepted but it's more important to work with each person individually to help them understand well gosh dude that's big of you to realize that to like set yourself aside i mean hindsight's like 2020 right <clears throat> sure mm-hmm. yeah for sure so that's my advice because <clears throat> yeah we are pretty different but not really yeah, know, like we have the same sense of humor. Yeah, I think that good rooted childhood really had a lot to do, you know, a lot to do with it because we're different. Yeah. But you know, we just have all these, you know, all the memories as kids and all these um, just like fundamental core beliefs that are, you know, yeah. still the same. That's true. So but. now we do a podcast to just strengthen our brohood. Yeah. And mohood. <laughs> Mohood. Mohood. <laughs> I probably mispronounced that too. <laughs> Have you guys seen that movie Man on Fire? Denzel Washington? Uh, where, he, where, the, where he's like an undercover cop or something? Mm, or just a he's cop? He's like a bodyguard for that girl and then she gets kidnapped. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time, but yeah. I vaguely remember it. Uh, anyway, there's a brotherhood in that movie in down in Mexico called La Hermandad, which is brotherhood. 
<laughs> nice. And so <laughs> they talk about it in the movie. They're like, yeah, there's a brotherhood called La Hermandad. And it's just funny because if you just translate it correct, like directly, it's there's a brotherhood called the brotherhood. brotherhood. <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> anyway. It sounds really good, though. Yeah. La Hermandad. <laughs> one more time i'm single <laughs> <laughs> and i can dabble in the spanish <sighs> just kidding <laughs> anyway dabble this... in the espanol <laughs> in the espanol this is not why i do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> just dangling yourself in front of a single woman <laughs> this is not why i do this i promise <laughs> oh freak that's funny wink, well, wink. mom is there anything <laughs> Anything else that this, sorry, this podcast, you're still here. Mom's still here. <laughs> We've just been talking forever. Um, any other insights you can add or you feel like adding anything pop into your brain while we've been chatting? Um, it, it did a minute ago, but I can't remember it right now. Oh, actually, I was thinking about when you guys were talking about Brayden leaving and how that affected you and you were um, just that relationship and how that was kind of a struggle. Just for anyone who wanted to know what that was like from a mother's point of view, I oh, was yeah. I was going to offer that. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know. Well, of course, it's always difficult when you raise your kids the way that you feel like they're going to be the happiest, and in a way that you know you feel is for their. But the same thing, I did the exact same thing. Literally, you know, my parents or my um, mothers, I guess the the mothers in my family raised me a certain way to believe certain things. Like the mother is supposed to be in the home. She's supposed to be there, you know, taking, watching after the kids. That's her job. Right. She's not really supposed to be educated. She's not really supposed to leave the home except for just to take care of them. And I feel like, you know, as I watch you now, Brayden, you're, how could I ask for a better, you know, and both of you are doing exactly, you're following your heart, following your dreams, doing what you feel is best for you. And I know that that's been tough for you because you've caught a lot of flack, especially recently, from other people in the family. <laughs> You're like a girl, Brayden. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that was really painful for me to, to have someone else judge my child based on what they look like. And I did not like that at all. And literally, I was one of those people, you know, back a couple years ago. I, yeah. I didn't do that. I didn't judge you for that, but I was right. sad at the choice. But I think um, as a mom, I have an advantage because I just love my kids like deeply more than, yeah, that unconditional love. It doesn't matter. It literally, it just doesn't matter, you know, in the church, out of the church. It doesn't matter. You just want your kids so, to be happy. You just want them to be happy. And so as I've watched you, you've been so happy. You know, you have a good heart. You're doing the right thing. You're following what you're and you're living your life in a way that fits you and that makes you happy. And so that's why I sent you that text that day, because I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't that. I did not I want like you to go times. away. <laughs> eight <laughs> times. Yeah, it's so good. I've read it to Emily. Aww. read it to Canyon. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't get read it. Yeah, you weren't there. <laughs> you missed it could have forwarded it to me <laughs> it's true no i just wanted you to know that that what is what was in my heart um at that moment and if it if it wouldn't have been the person that it was that said what they did say um i probably would have stood up and said something but out of respect for yeah, mama bear yeah i've seen it yeah You've, you have scary. seen it it's scary <laughs> but out of respect for <laughs> yeah. who it was yeah. And the position that they are in the family, I said nothing, but I was boiling. 
Yeah, same. I mean, that's how I was feeling with the same thing. I mean, a, a lot of it I kind of just let roll off my back because that's... That's who you are. That's kind of how I've learned that is best in those situations. But um, that was hard that time, especially with so many people around. And I'm just like feeling so awkward and singled out. I'm just like, okay, this is fine. You know, whatever. I'm like, I'm sure everybody else is on my side because I know everybody else way more personally than... Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was fine. But I mean, I honestly don't take things like that too personally, but it's so nice. Like Weston even, mm -hmm. I think he like shouted something to me outside of his car as we were leaving. That was just like a little like, Hey bro, like got you kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just like, I know everybody's supportive and it's a little bit of an awkward situation for somebody. Um, well, I don't know, like for the individual who was saying all these things to me, it's like you can just totally understand based on their upbringing and right. their current situation personally and, you know, mentally. So, right. you know, there's always things to take into account. But yeah, it, all, right. it meant so much that everybody was so we got you worried, you know, or just like, I just want to make sure you're OK and you don't take it personally. It's mm-hmm. nice. Because I, I, I could not have handled it if it would have caused a wedge or hard feelings or something like that. So I just felt really strongly that you know, you needed to know where I stood and yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. I really appreciated that. And all your comments just now, I was wanting to say thank you for the whole time you were talking, but I don't want to interrupt, (laughs) but yeah, thanks. All that means a lot. (laughs) means a lot. Sweet. Sweet. Well, should we end this or? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm satisfied. feel good. Cool. Well, thanks, Mom. It's a pleasure to have you you come on. I think you are really unique. I mean, there's only one person who can add this kind of a perspective, and that's you. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. Crushed it. Crushed it. The Madre Septicles. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love it. Anytime. Be happy to add my unique perspective. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you want to support this podcast, the easiest way is to subscribe or tell a friend or leave a rating on iTunes or just send us money. The link for that is in the show notes. Follow Ammon on Instagram at Ammon Clough. And Brayden at Brayden.pnw.